Hello, and welcome back to Culture Dumps. I'm Ryan Lichten. And I'm Adam Papagan. Yes, and this is our first installment of Culinary Dumps. So this is kind of a subsidiary of Culture Dumps, and it's all about food and uh, things you eat. So get ready for lots of dump puns, uh, just because... It's, it comes with the territory. So Adam here, he was on our past show, Podcast 99. He will be featured on this show many more times, I'm sure. And he runs Cool LA Tours. He's the founder of the OJ Murder Tour, if, if you will. And also the host of Rock and Roll Party, the, the new smash hit rock and roll history show that you can catch on YouTube and other places, I'm sure. Adam, how are you today? I'm doing great. Uh, looking forward to talking about burgers. Yes, yeah. So Adam and I, we tend to uh, eat every time we, we hang out, for the most part, when we go out. But what I love about you is you know so much about fast food, and you're always you always got your finger on the pulse, the slow kind of th- like fading out pulse <laughs> of fast food America, like uh, you know with just the coronary blockage that would be on that pulse. But very uh, sl- slender man here, so. What is it about fast food that, that you love so much or that intrigues you historically? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I would call myself a fast foodie. Um, you know, I don't, it's fine in moderation. It's not like I'm eating a quarter pounder every day, but if there's a new item that comes out, a new product, anytime I travel, I always will hit the regional fast food place that they don't have in SoCal, but they have in the South or whatever, Bojangles Chicken, Cookout, Culver's, you know. And what I like about, fast food is that if you know if you live in a place where they have a culvers you know every couple blocks it's not exotic to you it's plain this is the most boring food that you're getting on your lunch break because you're in a hurry eating kind of just to survive but when you're traveling it's exotic it's this right it's consistent but also exotic so it's <laughs> it's yeah it's kind of like kind of like me you know consistent <laughs> But exotic. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like, you know, you you can you eat the burger and you know that anybody else eating the burger, they're getting the same burger. It tastes the same, and you can kind of put your shoes in the type of person who would type. <laughs> the, the, you put yourself in the shoes of the type of person who would eat that fast food all the time, and it's just I don't know. It's like a little window into to someone's lunchtime. That was like far past like the depth that uh, I, I wouldn't say I was expecting from from you, but I should have expected that from you because <laughs> yes, that's genius. And I, I guess you're right. So also, you know, but by the time that this uh, particular episode airs, it's going to be around Halloween time. So we're going to consider this our spooky Halloween special. And we're actually going to be talking about a fast food item uh, that has you know, bit the dust, you know, is no more, is dearly departed, that you actually didn't try, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. Well, okay, so the thing is, is uh, I don't like Burger King. Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, I think they just copy McDonald's, which is interesting that they had this unique product that we're going to talk about today, because Burger King is not known for innovation. Well, they didn't, well, yes, well, we'll get into it, but it, uh, you could say that this one wasn't necessarily their idea either. So... But yeah, yeah, I don't. But I so I don't. Um, 
I did get the Impossible Whopper, and actually the Impossible Whopper with bacon. Now it okay. doubles it doubles the price. It makes the three dollar <laughs> sandwich about six dollars, but man, is that good! The bacon and the Impossible Patty on the Whopper, but Burger King sucks. That's like man. a smoke bomb for like some of those short order cooks, you know? They're <laughs> just like what? That's it's a dish. It's called a contradiction burger, oh. <laughs> and it's it's a veggie patty and bacon. It's good because it's not all the grease, but you get the crunch and the smokiness of the bacon. Uh, yeah, and it um, the texture is a little different. Okay, so so you know, occasionally on occasion, you will go to a Burger King. See, I really like Burger King. Uh, I I love their chicken fries. I mean, there's there's going to be a couple things from Burger King I can foresee as culinary dumps. Uh, one just off the top was their green apple dipping sauce for their chicken nuggets that lasted a short time. It was like neon green candy that you would dip your chicken nugget into. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today, what we are talking about is the Halloween Whopper. This Halloween, things will get dark. With A1 flavor baked into the bun, things will get deliciously dark. At Burger King, try the all-new Halloween Whopper. And why is this a culinary dump? We always like to explain at the top of the episode why something would make it into the culture dump archive. The Halloween Whopper was such a sensation because A, people love Halloween promotions at fast food restaurants, period. If you have a special product, like, I mean, Shamrock Shake comes to mind. People go ape shit when you can only get it at one time a year and it's specific. Would you Would you agree? I only get the filet of fish during Lent Ooh. because that's when it goes on special uh, for those four to six weeks of Lent every Friday because Catholics aren't supposed to eat meat on Friday. So right. every and, you know, fish, it's okay to eat fish because they, they don't have feelings. Yeah, and every fast food restaurant does a fish sandwich around Lent. Carl's Jr. had a grilled fish sandwich that was uh, like a catfish sandwich that was pretty good for Ooh, a while. Dude, that's a risk. I mean, I, Carl's Jr. is my absolute favorite. But no, I, it, well, you're right. That's the thing with fast food, right? There's like this pickiness that's like doesn't apply, but people still have like, I'm like, you grilled fish? Absolutely not. Fried fish? All day. Like, I don't know what the difference is. <laughs> like, really. But uh, the Halloween Whopper. So not only did people get very excited about it, but it went viral. It was this huge thing. It was all over the internet for all of the wrong reasons that will play into the name culinary dump uh, way too literally. And I swear we say this almost in every episode now. We really try to not make that many poop references and, and jokes. We know it's in the name. We start the show with the toilet flush. We're not here for poop jokes, but there is that's going to come into play. So, a little bit of background. The Halloween Whopper was introduced in October of 2015 and featured a black bun as well as A1 steak sauce. The burger was a viral sensation for all of the wrong reasons. It would be followed by the Nightmare King in October of 2018. The Nightmare King featured a beef patty and a fried chicken patty along with bacon and a green bun. And in October of 2019, Burger King released the Ghost Whopper, which featured a white cheddar bun. See, I never had either the Nightmare King or the Ghost. I don't even remember those being promoted. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, the Halloween season is it's pretty short compared to Christmas or, you know, some of the spring holidays that don't have a lot of competition. It's also back to school time and the weather's changing and stuff. And you really got to... Um, uh, you know, jump on the Halloween stuff. But no, I don't remember. When I was in Canada, they had angry poutine, you're reminding me of, <laughs> um, which at Burger King, uh, which was gravy and uh, if spicy. Angry means spicy. 
Right, and yes. fast food talk. And I'm familiar with their angry. We'll, 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 we'll get into that. And also, okay, so the, obviously the main thing with the Halloween Whopper is the black bun. I really can't remember any other fast food places doing colored buns, uh, you know, in like ever and I I love my fast food but I mean at, at least in America and again we'll, we'll get into the history of colored buns but I really can't think of one but that was the most striking feature but in order to get to the Halloween Whopper one of the most you know sacrilegious hamburger creations ever made with a reputation attached to it that ensured it'll never come back only and if it did it's only as a joke uh, that you know Burger King is allowing everyone to make. So in order to explain that, we have to get into the history of the hamburger. This is something I know Adam's very familiar with. Uh, I did some digging of my own. So here we go. The origins of the hamburger are dense and often disputed. But one thing that is widely agreed upon is that the story began in Hamburg, Germany in the mid 1800s. The beef from the cows bred in Hamburg was considered to be some of the highest quality beef in the country and steaks made from them was considered delicacy. The Hamburg steak is a dish consisting of minced Hamburg beef, garlic, onions, salt, and pepper pressed into a patty and was sometimes served with a gravy-type sauce. Now, as German immigrants came to America, the Hamburg steak began appearing on restaurant menus, and the first recorded appearance was at Delmonico's restaurant in 1873. I believe that's in New York. The Salisbury steak is also a very close cousin to the Hamburg steak. I love Salisbury steak. It's like a very guilty pleasure of, of mine. I've only had Salisbury steak as a TV dinner. Right. And I mean, too. But I feel like like there's got to be like an old diner. Like, I feel like the pantry downtown L.A. would have an, like a great Salisbury steak. Norm's maybe. Oh, no, Norm's does have that. All, ooh, shit on they, me. They have. Um, <laughs> now I'm getting all hungry for a Salisbury steak. This is like the trash diet that exists in my life. Like, I'm like talking about the history of one thing. And all I'm thinking in my head is Salisbury steak. Uh, absolutely ridiculous. Anyways, it's also interesting to note, because it's part of the history of the Halloween Whopper, that A1 sauce was invented in 1867. And in America, it's produced by Kraft, who was the first to release sliced processed cheese, which is a major staple of hamburgers as well. I that See, that was something that I never occurred to me that A1 was invented. Like, that there was a time... <laughs> Without it, how did they live? <laughs> yeah, prior to prior to the summer of love, there was no A one sauce, and then someone. Well, no, not the summer of love in the eighteen hundreds, eighteen sixties. Oh, I thought it was nineteen sixty. The Civil War, yeah. the summer of love. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, but was, also, dude, again, it's the middle of like the, the country is in turmoil and someone's like, we're in need of a nice, affordable steak sauce. It's basically Worcester sauce, but like thicker. Yeah. And uh, yeah, makes your bad meat taste good. Uh, while the minced meat was still considered a delicacy, the improvement of the meat grinder, which was invented by Carl Dre, would make it available and affordable to working class people. This is where the story gets complicated. The general time frame that the hamburger as we know it begins to appear is the late 1800s to the very early 1900s. It is believed that during the Industrial Revolution, street vendors began to put the now inexpensive hamburger steaks between two pieces of bread for factory workers on the go. However, Charlie Nagreen, a.k.a. Hamburger Charlie of Seymour, Wisconsin, is believed to have sold the first hamburger as a hamburger at his stand at the county fair. It is also believed that Fletcher Davis, a.k.a. Old Dave from Athens, Texas, sold the first hamburger at his stand at the St. Louis World Fair in 1904. 
Old Dave has been credited with creating the hamburger in several books and documentaries, while Hamburger Charlie is still celebrated with an annual burger cookout. What do you think? Well, you're missing Louis' lunch in New Haven, Connecticut from New, that. Right, and that's... Uh, that's another. the considered the first restaurant to regularly serve hamburgers. And it's not on a bun. It's on... Um, it's kind of more like a patty melt um, where it's served between two pieces of bread. And it's like a, a bar. I haven't actually haven't had it, but I've seen um, several YouTube documentaries about the place. It seems great. Uh, but yeah, but, you know, it's um, it seems like a lot of amazing factors a lot of things were happening simultaneously right to lead us to this delicious iconic american dish right and that's the key thing with the hamburger yes you know e even in the name it, it represents hamburger germany but no hamburger is a uniquely american dish but you know made for the the working man and it still stands to be a working man's you know dish if you will well it's delicious it's easy to make and, you know, you can, you know, if you come to this country as an immigrant and you open a restaurant, it's so easy to make hamburgers. Everyone loves them. And then, you know, that's your way into social mobility is through this burger. Exactly. So getting into like kind of the fast food era, the first burger stand that would be most reminiscent of fast food joints as we know it would be White Castle, which was opened in 1916 in Wichita, Kansas, which is also home of Pizza Hut and the BTK serial killer, <laughs> uh, Dennis Rader down there. So, you know, you have White Castle, you could go to like the very first White Castle, you could go to the Pizza Hut Museum, and then you can, you know, go and uh, visit all of the crime scenes from some of the most notorious murders in American history. There's it, a great uh, regional fast food place in Wichita too called Spangles. Ooh. It's like a 50s diner themed like fast food place. Excellent. That, yeah. So Wichita is stacked. So White Castle, 1916. While in 1940, McDonald's was born. It was formerly Airdome, and the founders had invented what they called the speedy service system, which revolutionized the industry. Using this model, James McElmore and David Edgerton founded Insta Burger King in 1954. The name was later changed to Burger King, and in 1957, the cornerstone of the Burger King menu was created. The Whopper. Now, getting into another little piece of history that will create the notorious Halloween Whopper. The beloved holiday Halloween. It began with the ancient Celtic tradition of Samhain, where people would gather in costumes for bonfires in order to ward off ghosts. Pope Gregory III designated November 1st to be the day to celebrate all saints. The night before became known as All Hallows' Eve and later Halloween. So you have, you know, this great you know, legacy of this dark holiday and, you know, also jack-o'-lanterns, people used to originally carve radishes <laughs> and then later pumpkins. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the, this, this kind of spiritual darkness, Halloween now is such a commercial thing and it has been for over a hundred years. It's just interesting that it really starts with this, like, paganistic like horror movie fucking you know the witch shit going on in the woods where people are dancing around fires to ward off spirits and now it's like hi I'm Superman give me shit <laughs> so again the main feature of the Halloween Whopper the black bun why a black bun well it's a proven fact that color can influence a person's hunger and psychological state 
McDonald's might be one of the most widely known examples of the use of color to influence appetite. It is believed that the colors red, yellow, and in some instances orange incite passion and excitement in people, and therefore in a restaurant setting can make someone passionately hungry. The color green tends to give people a fresh or healthy feeling, while white signifies cleanliness or sterility and is rarely used in food because it can seem a little too clean, a little too off-putting. Black tends to signify elegance, but this does not really translate food-wise, so dark brown is often used to give the appearance of luxury or decadence. Blue is a refreshing color, so why make a black bun? Well, you know, it's the, we're talking. It's crazy black bread, bl bread that's black. Look at <laughs> rye bread. Look at Russian bread, pumpernickel. Like there's plenty of dark colored breads and actually are kind of, I'm not gonna call it a delicacy bread, but you know, these are, <laughs> you know, artists. Depends on where you are. Gourmet things. So it's really not such a stretch, but it's, you're so used to seeing a burger presented in this way where it's, you know, the circular bun, sometimes sesame seeds, but usually not. The circular bun with, uh, you know, ketchup, maybe lettuce the patty but but just the the marketing of fast food like across the world is pretty consistent right so to see it in like this different color is it there's just something about it that's a, a tad unsettling just from the get-go right it's like you know it's like when someone uh makes their dog wear clothes <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of just like whoa but also again you know it's halloween and again the thing with halloween is like spooky scary so like to have food that's halloween theme already is kind of a thing like look how crazy and spooky this burger is it's like will you eat it it's like a daring kind of a thing like the ominous black bun whopper and they just throw a1 sauce on it just because otherwise i mean i feel like you would probably taste the dye in the bun i've actually had the halloween whopper and i will get to my experience once we reach that point but again it just seems silly to me it's like i can think of other things you know i don't want to name too many but like the Heinz green ketchup fiasco you know it's like when something is such a way for so long to see it change so drastically can be very unsettling and again we're just talking burgers here folks <laughs> so in May of 2013 it was announced that several Chinese McDonald's restaurants would be carrying a white bun and black bun variation of the Big Mac now this is the first anyone had seen of like a color change bun and that was kind of a viral thing people were like whoa look how crazy this is and it does look really crazy the white one has black sesame seeds of course the black bun has white sesame seeds and that's all there is to it I mean and everything else about it is a Big Mac but people seem to be uh pretty impressed by that but also in 2013 it was announced that Burger King would be introducing their national burger in Saudi Arabian restaurants and that featured a green bun and the green bun was to kind of be like like this earthy Captain Planet-esque like we're all coming together thing because you know green again it's like this fresh color that makes people think but it's a green bun on a Whopper okay but a cupcake any color goes Red, blue, green, rainbow, whatever. And that's not weird at all. In fact, it's enticing. It's the sweetness thing. I think I think we're more forgiving to sweet flavors than Absolutely. we are to savory. Like savory flavor, like, whoa, why does this thing that's like bright blue taste like steak? You know what I mean? Like that it's weird. It it fucks with your head. Uh but I mean a green burger still I think is a little more forgiving than a black burger. But finally, in October of 2015, Burger King releases the Halloween Whopper, and the internet exploded. The burger went viral when customers discovered that the dye used to make the buns black made their crap 
bright green to almost blue. And I can attest to this. And the thing is, is they really don't make hardcore like black food coloring like that. So it's a, it's a multitude of colors that are used to get this this hue that they can, you know, that keeps during baking and everything. And they used a lot of greens and a lot of blue shades to make this happen. And the thing was, is it would freak you the fuck out because you didn't eat anything that was blue or green. And all of a sudden, like, blue and green! You know what I mean? So it was, and, but everyone was talking about it. I don't know if you remember seeing any of the stories about that. I do, and I, I um, actually consulted a Facebook group I'm in celebrating restaurants of the past and present. <laughs> uh, if anybody had tried this burger, and from what I, some, only one person who responded reported the multicolored poo, but everyone said that the buns were stale because they probably didn't sell a lot of these sandwiches. Oh, probably. Yeah. Well, because also, here's the thing. When you see any hamburger, I mean, this this goes for any advertisement ever. It's a very perfectly crafted and manicured piece of art. You know, the sesame seeds are often individually brushed with lacquer, you know, to make them shine. Everything's held together and maintained and things are placed. When you get them, it's someone throwing it together as fast as possible and then like throwing it down a chute and then like someone grabbing it and throwing it in a bag. Like a lot of things happen to it before it gets to you. So you get this like mashed up black thing with like lettuce coming out of the sides and there's like some A1 sauce on there. And it was just weird. And then, yeah, you know, next day or a few hours later, what have you, depending on, uh, you know, your cycle, if you will, bright green and bright blue. And Burger King, I mean, I, I don't I feel like it was just ignored, but they pulled it very shortly after that. Like it wasn't a thing where people were like, wow, they like this. Let's keep it a couple weeks after Halloween. It was like a week before Halloween that thing got pulled. But that didn't stop them because in March of 2016, the angriest Whopper is released and that had a red bun. Now that burger I was very into. That had like fried jalapenos on it, bacon, cheese, their angry sauce. It was a double patty. And yeah, the bun was bright red. And for some reason, I don't know. I, I was able to get behind that more than the black one. Uh, I think it was just like it was a bigger burger. So it, it looked a little more like the the poster, you know, whereas the Halloween Whopper, again, is just like mashed up and like weird. And yeah, no one was really buying them. So the buns are like flaky. But October of 2018, that comes the Nightmare King with the green bun and the chicken patty. That's something I did not try. Have you ever had like any of those crazy burgers with the multiple meats like a slam? Yeah, um, so Arby's does a sandwich that's all of the meats together. Because the thing is, from the restaurant's point of view, it doesn't cost them any more to have all of, because it's all the ingredients they have for the individual sandwiches. So they can upcharge putting all the meats together, but they don't have to have any black buns, for example, in inventory to make these sandwiches. So that's why they do stuff like that. But there's a there's a burger that you can it's like a secret menu thing at uh, McDonald's called the uh, Land Air and Sea Burger. Oh yeah, or the McGangbang. Or the yeah, well that's a little crass. That's a colloquial. A little crass yeah. uh, for, <laughs> for you know I'm trying to eat here, but um, <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, the beef patty, the fillet of fish, and the chicken. And like obviously they don't pair well together, which is why it's not a regular menu item. Right. That's just for like. That's just for the likes. 
And yeah, and, and and guys like me who have who have seen it all and done it all, right, and so are looking for one like, more thrill. Yeah, just like chasing the dragon all the way up to the fast food window. And then in 2019, the Ghost Whopper is released with the cheddar white bun, and that was kind of. I mean, who's to say? Maybe they'll come out with another Halloween burger. We've been, you know, 2020 has been a, a year that I feel we've been cheated out of many uh, promotional items that would have come out had things have gone, uh, you know, the other way. But I think it's pretty safe to say that the legacy of the Halloween Burger King Whopper has subsided. But it all began with that black bun and the green poop. And that is why I consider the Halloween Whopper worthy of our A, Halloween episode, and B, our first edition of Culinary Dumps. So, I'd like to plug our Patreon here for exclusive Culture Dumps and Podcast 99 content. You can go over to patreon.com slash culture dumps. Helps us out quite a bit. Uh, Adam, what do you got? Well, if you're in L.A., you can take one of my sightseeing tours, coolalitours.com. Or if you're not, go on YouTube and look for my show, Rock and Roll Party, where um, some of the episodes are like rock and roll dumps. We, we talk about stuff that only yeah. music nerds would know about. Yes, ab- absolutely. Yeah, I, I've been featured on an episode. Uh, it was, I believe it was Bad People Making Good Music. Yeah, a lot of them. Vice versa. Yes. yes Big definitely, lurch. Definitely a lot of them. Yep, yep. All, all kinds of stuff like that, folks. All right. Well, I'm Ryan Lichten. I've been joined by my good pal, Adam Papagan. This has been Culture Dumps. If you have a Culture Dumps suggestion... Please hit us up on our Instagram at Culture Dumps or send us an email at culturedumps at gmail.com. See y'all.